I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. All right, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Best Thing We've Seen podcast. My name is Flo. And I'm Gabe. <laughs> there it is. There's the energy that we talked about. <laughs> Gabe, how's it going, man? <laughs> uh, terrific, terrific. terrific. Um, yeah, I'm sitting at home. I'm wearing my pajamas for the, I don't know, 20th day in a row. <laughs> Feeling great. <laughs> yes. Are you tired by any chance? Um, how did you know? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you, it didn't seem like it today. But, yeah, you know. uh, I'm acting yeah, well, quite well. Yeah, you, you have dad. this thing down to a T by now, right? Yeah, yeah I know. Professional yeah, now. I just had some burritos, so I'm, I'd love to take a nap right about now. Perfect. Perfect timing to record a podcast. I know. Yeah. How's your week been? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I've lost all sense of time, so I don't know, like every other week, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Have you, been, um, have you been watching a lot again? Um moderately okay i don't know i've i don't know I, I don't know what i'm doing lately i get up i do like two things and suddenly it's night and i go to sleep i don't know yeah i mean it's weird yeah it, yeah i because I, I still haven't watched a lot i mean it's it's that it's that weird thing of now having so much time and i just, I just don't really have the urge of watching anything uh like, yeah, i think it's because when you just hang around at home you get tired and when you're tired you don't have the energy to watch anything yeah interesting because your attention span just isn't there. Right. I mean, yeah. The main thing I watch is like YouTube videos and stuff because I just don't want anything like anything that requires my, <laughs> you know, my uh, attention <laughs> too much. Yeah. Just like yeah. something to pass the time, I guess, right? Which is really, really weird. But yeah, I know what you mean. But the day feels so wasted afterwards. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but there's nothing we can do right now. Right? Well, I could be doing things for university, but I'm, I don't know, I can't. I can't muster any energy for that right now. Yeah. We'll get through it. We'll, we'll, we'll all get through it. Um, yeah. So, um, any any thoughts on our last special episode on the Amy Adams special? It's, it was a long one. If any of you listened to it, I hope you enjoyed it. I think it's a quite, quite a fun episode. Just, I don't know, like I mentioned in the podcast, like, five times i love talking about amy adams so. <laughs> yeah today's episode time. is all going to be about amy adams again <laughs> <laughs> i hope it's as much fun to listen to it as it was recording it let's yeah let's say it like yeah. that how do you like the episode yeah it was good i um it was it was fun it was a it was a tough one to edit because <laughs> it was a long Can't episode you. as you as you as you mentioned and um yeah hopefully we 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 used that time uh in a good way Hopefully we didn't ramble on too much, and hopefully we we got across our points uh, somewhat. <laughs> I hope so. After one and a half hour, you should get how amazing Amy Adams is. Yeah, that was the main thing that we tried to get across. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so yeah, today we're just going to do another regular episode talking about the best thing that we've seen all week. Best and new thing. Best, yeah. Well, yeah, best new thing for sure. Yeah. I mean, do we have anything else to discuss, or do you just want to get straight into it? Um, no, I think I'm ready to get straight to the point. <laughs> yeah, we'll do a really short episode today. Because <laughs> <laughs> so I can go to sleep. Ten yeah. minutes, yeah. Oh. Um, but one thing we, that we can tease maybe is um, we thought it would be good now to to give you guys some recommendations at the end of the show, like some Netflix recommendations that not necessarily that 
you know, that aren't necessarily anything new, but just something that we think you could all enjoy. And so that we, uh, once again, so that we're able to talk about some older stuff that we like as well. But we'll talk about the, the best things that we've seen all week. And then afterwards, we'll give you some uh, recommendations uh, to watch on Netflix of some older stuff that we think is great. Yeah. And we try to keep our recommendations to lesser known stuff. Doesn't yeah. mean it's like necessarily a hidden gem or something, but not a big blockbuster like, I don't know, Marriage Story or Irishman. Yeah, for sure. So we'll get to that after we're, we're both done talking about the the best new thing. So kick us off. What have you seen this week? The best new thing that I've seen is Unorthodox. Have you heard of it? <laughs> is that the title or is that the description? Uh, both. both. Okay. I have never uh, the even title heard of this. is a great description of the story. It's a great title, actually. Um, I have no because... idea. No? All right. Because there are two, three bigger shows that came out in the last couple of weeks, which yeah. are Tiger King, yes, which I haven't seen. That's the one I thought you were going to talk about, because you... We talked about it before we started recording, and he mentioned that he saw a, a good show, so I thought that might be the one, but okay. I want to watch it, but I don't know. Uh, it's supposed to be pretty so crazy. To, yeah, I, it's so hard to get excited about a documentary for me. <laughs> when I watch them, I love them most of the time, Yeah, but just to get started is so hard for me. <laughs> but no, Unorthodox is a great title because it is about, it's semi-autobiographical, about a woman who leaves a ultra orthodox his, his what's it called let me look it up uh, it's a wonderful name for it which i googled before i we started this episode yes she's part of a you did your research yes i, I try to hasidic jewish community okay which is an ultra orthodox community which has very strict rules for its members and she's part of one of those communities in New York and tries to leave and flees to Germany. Okay. Where her mother, mother lives, who also left the community. And it's it's an exciting show. And it's a limited series, so it doesn't drag on forever. Right. <laughs> uh, there are four episodes live right now. Okay. And This is yeah. on Netflix? It's a Netflix show, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a American-German production. But it's and with the, it's with, with with actors, so it's it's semi autobiographical, but it's yeah, but it's it's uh, dra- dramatized. Yeah, it's okay. dramatized, and yeah, semi autobiographical. So I don't know how much of this is true from what I read online. The the groups that are portrayed in this show are real, but I know how many of the characters are. Gotcha. But yeah, it's incredibly interesting. And one detail that I love about the show is because, is that uh, most of it is in Yiddish. I right. hope that's how you pronounce it. Yiddish? Sorry, Yiddish. Yiddish, yeah. Not Yiddish. Yiddish. Yeah. Which is great. I, it makes you, I don't know. It's so a language it, that you hear a lot. Is, it's not a language. Is it with actors that we know? No one that I know. Okay. It's, uh, it's got some American and some uh, German actors. And uh, a lot of the actors who portray the uh, people from the Jewish community are from Israel, at, le- at least the the main actresses. Interesting. I have, I, and that came out recently, right? Like a couple uh, of like days ago. One week ago, I think. Pretty okay. much exactly one week ago, I think. Gotcha. And is that like one of the um, one of the most popular shows on Netflix right now? Is that like a hidden hidden gem? You would say. Um, well, it was advertised quite big okay. on Netflix, and I think it was on the top 10 trending list, which is how I came to notice it. Yeah. And yeah, 
like I just uh, told you before we started recording, uh, one of our friends actually uh, told me and a couple of friends of the show without knowing that I already watched it. And she's also a big fan. Uh, so yeah, it's it's very, it's quite a tough subject matter, which is a lot of things we talk about, I guess, are. Yeah. That's, uh, but... <laughs> that's the one main criteria we have for everything we talk <laughs> about. It's got to be dark and, and gritty and, and tough that to watch. It reminds me kind of The Master because it's this closed off community with with their members and the thing is um in the show she she leaves the community and um uh, her husband and uh his cousin are uh are given the mission to bring her back to the community because they don't want don't want anyone to leave right it's interesting man i haven't i haven't even heard of this and maybe i mean I'm, it's interesting that it's uh, with no one that i like with no uh famous actors or anything like it sounds like um, maybe some of the german actors are yeah. better known but I I I don't watch a lot of German TV films. Yeah, it's like one it, one of these shows comes along like every every few months where it's like made by people that are not necessarily well known, but it gets like a huge audience on Netflix, which is always interesting. Like, uh, it must be great for the people who who made who made it that they now like yeah. one of the most talked about shows. Netflix is a great platform to get your things out. I for guess. sure i mean it's uh, always difficult there's like so much content on there that it's like difficult to you know to rise to the top but sure but i think like films like the platform wouldn't have gotten such a mainstream uh audience if it wasn't for netflix i don't oh, know how many sure. people would go out into, uh, to the cinema to watch a foreign language film yeah no definitely is, yeah is that dubbed on netflix as well can you watch um, uh, the platform like in in other languages yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, I haven't looked it up, but I, I assume. Yeah, I exactly. Because pretty much all Netflix films are dubbed and subbed in so many languages. Yeah, I, I, I didn't look because I, I I just saw the I just saw the original one with the subtitles. Yeah, me too. All right, interesting. So, um, uh, you said it's like four episodes, and you said the four episodes are live, so there's more coming. Or is uh, it like a new series? Yeah. I think so. But like in a year, uh, not like in a week or something. Because Netflix, they usually I, like I have no idea. I didn't once. see anything online. I guess it could be finished after the four episodes, but that will leave a lot open. So I hope there are more episodes coming. Okay. Um, How long are these episodes? Because it's like only four episodes. Like forty minutes to an hour. Oh, okay. That's really that's really short. Okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I watched them like in one sitting two days ago. Of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's you the only know how. Yeah. Oh, yeah, know how. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Interesting. Um. Yeah, uh, it's it's a weird subject matter that I never really thought about. So, what's like? Is it all like told from the perspective of of the main character? Is um, it like you follow one well, person all the time. Mostly, sort of two perspective perspectives, which is the main character's perspective, Esti, right, and her husband who tries to find her, and his cousin Moish. Gotcha. This sounds like this reminds me a lot of the film uh, Disobedience. I think it was called the one with uh, Rachel McAdams and and uh, Rachel Weiss. That sounds very very similar to that where she where they develop a relationship, a lesbian relationship, and that's obviously they're also like a, a part of the um, or Rachel McAdams is together with a, a rabbi and very very <laughs> conservative. Uh, family and, and people around them and they, they live very religiously and it's very very you know uh looked down upon uh anything that has to do with homosexuality and it's there it's, it's about quite funny the relationship yet that you say that because her mother is in a lesbian relationship which is 
Yeah. Maybe also a reason she left the group and because her husband was an alcoholic, apparently. Yeah, I mean, as soon as you, as you started talking about it, it reminded me of that film, which is, um, that, that only came out like a couple, of, a couple of years ago, maybe even one year ago. It's so, interesting. It's, yeah. It would be interesting to know how old the story is because the film, uh, sorry, the show takes place in 2019. Right. But the story must be older than that because, I don't know, I'm, I don't think that this kind of thing can take place in 2019. They write a script about it and it gets filmed and released in 2020. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It would be interesting know. to know, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, how about you? What's your pick? What's your favorite thing of the week? The best thing that I've seen. The so best thing, yeah. This is going to be a first of our little podcast because I'm going to pick a YouTube video. I'm I mean, so ready for this. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I mentioned that I don't really have the urge of watching anything at the moment, anything like movie or show related. Um, so, but I am excited about this, and uh, a lot of people have seen it because it's got like 11 million views by now. But right, um, okay. the best thing that I've seen this week is called "Some Good News," and it's by by John Krasinski. Have you seen that? And no, I haven't. I thought you're gonna pick the TikTok video you showed me. <laughs> the one I, the one I teased on Twitter, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's an honorable mention. <laughs> but, that was a good one, yeah, because you watched it by now, right? You saw that uh, the TikTok video, yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> I yeah. watched it on our Twitter account. It's amazing. I post like it's about a guy that doing that TikTok challenge, and like they're I, I don't it's even know challenge. how to. It's a, yeah, I think it's a challenge. <laughs> I think with, like doing it with with the parents, like bringing the parents to do the dance with them. Okay. I don't know what what the challenge is called. I have no idea about TikTok. I have literally no insight in, into that. I have no idea what's going on. I'm just I just saw that one randomly, and it's about just two brothers uh, dancing together with a <laughs> with their dad about like, but in a really really funny and over the top way, and obviously doing it very very sarcastically. And like, the dad is the is the highlight because he he really plays the part and he really makes the makes it great. You you can check it out on Twitter. I don't even know how to recommend it i don't even know what it's called i just know it's a great great little clip it's like a minute long or something it's <laughs> yeah but <laughs> i joke that, that would be my pick for this week but it would be maybe if i if it wasn't for um some oh, good krasinski. news yeah i mean uh krasinski he uh, teased that on or he talked about it on his instagram and he linked his uh he linked the video on youtube and it's basically john krasinski in his home hosting his own show and he called it some good news because it's all about the good news that are going on in the world right now as opposed to everything bad that's going on and he wanted a show where every everything talked about is something good and and uplifting and he he got people to send in their good news and he did like skype interviews or zoom interviews or whatever with people who have amazing stories to tell like one uh he talked to a girl who she she got um known or her clip a clip of hers went viral when she returned home from her last chemotherapy session and um everyone else was was um in their street like waiting for her to come home and they were all like obviously like separated all in their cars because you're not supposed to be close to anyone right now so they were all in their cars and like leaning out of the windows and just greeting her and she didn't know, like it was a huge surprise to her that when she came home that everyone in their, on their street sort of welcomed her back. And that was posted and then he talked to her about the whole thing and that was a part of, like it's only 15 minutes long, the video, the the, the whole show, the Some Good News um, thing. Well, and is it a real show or is it just one episode? Is he planning to do more? He's now doing more, yeah, because it's oh, okay, cool. so well received. 
And my highlight of the of the show is he um, he talked to Steve Carell as well, uh, <laughs> because obviously the they both they were both in the office, which is one of my favorite shows ever. And it was just so nice to see because they they mentioned that they they don't really see each other that often anymore, but you you see that their friendship is actually like genuine and they have nothing but love for each other. And it's it was so so great to see them interact and talk about the office and and just you know Steve Carell is. I love I love that dude and it was absolutely great like if you if you need something to cheer you up this week and if you're sick of everything bad that's going on you just want something good for once just want to watch something that will make you feel a little bit better then just go ahead and watch some good news I think that the when um maybe by the time that this uh, episode is out the there's already going to be like a new like the second episode of of some good news I think he's he filmed it like already so it's supposed to come out very soon okay cool this is my a wife making make a cameo he doesn't no i don't think so maybe he? maybe maybe he maybe she does yeah okay I, I don't even know it's a good question if you don't know uh john krasinski's wife is emily blunt his co-star in a quiet place yeah yeah like her like their children painted the sign for the show like sgn some good news and the, it's it's so funny as well because it's like a real like a home production and it looks like he's just doing it on his own like and he really plays to that right he's like in a suit but obviously like only like from the belts up he's like dressed very very <laughs> well and then the rest is just like some trunks or whatever and he keeps looking like he keeps turning to a different camera as if it was a different as if it was a real news show and it just it's very very funny simply because of the production value which isn't the highest but that makes it so great because I, it genuinely looks like he did it all himself it's great it's, it's true, great yeah got to watch that if you haven't it's it's really really good this reminds me have you seen the video by Simon Peck on Nick Frost oh the plan I, yeah 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 it's the the Shaun of the Dead scene right yeah i i don't think i've actually watched it i just saw the thumbnail and i just heard about it yeah it's a great one, yeah. If you don't know Shaun of the Dead, it's a zombie parody with Nick, the actors Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. And in the film, they make a plan what to do now that the apocalypse is here. And so, okay, they gotta uh, go to his mom's place, get her, go to the pub, wait it out, whatever. And they do kind of a parody with the coronavirus, what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I need to watch it. I need to watch that. I haven't seen it. It's quite fun. I saw. He's also made a second uh, episode. Oh yeah, he's got this new channel now. I saw uh, Edgar. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. <laughs> I saw Edgar Wright <laughs> tweeting about it. That's how I uh, heard about it. Like the director okay. of Shaun of the Dead, he tweeted about them too. Yeah. But sorry, you talked <laughs> about the show. Cease and desist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the show with Simon Pegg? Uh, no, he's got uh, the new channel, which uh, with which he posted this clip. Yeah, I think I forgot what, what the channel's called. It's named after his and uh, Nick Frost's uh, production company, I think. Okay, and now he's posting more on that. Yeah, uh, he's got a second video out. Gotcha. Which is just be a decent human being, pretty much, is what he's saying. Yeah, <laughs> help each other. Yeah, while he's drinking out of his Star Trek mug, I think. Yeah, for sure, of course. Yeah, he's got it. Yeah, that's one of those huge. Um, universes that i don't know anything about like or I haven't seen anything about other than the the new films now 
but like the, every every other Star Trek film before the 2009 one and every show I haven't seen anything that's a big um, hole in my movie knowledge I would say one of many one of one of many 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 yeah there's so many things I haven't seen uh, like X-Files and okay, let's not go called? through it all yeah there's going to be too yeah, many things Twilight Zone I finally have to see Twilight Zone <laughs> Yeah, and Peel is doing a remake of that. Jordan Peel. Yeah, I heard it's pretty bad. Is it already out? I think so, yeah. Like the first season, I think. He just produced it though, right? He didn't direct it. Let me look it up. I think he wrote for it. Yeah, I think he... Yeah, you're yeah, you right. 2019. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just looked it up as well, yeah. yeah. It premiered like a year ago. premiered on April 1st, 2019. I think the rating, ratings are quite bad. Yeah, 5.7 yeah. IMDb. It's quite terrible, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about that either. <laughs> this is just a <laughs> whole show of us uh, uh, embarrassingly knowing, admitting not stuff. Not knowing anything. Yeah, not knowing like, absolutely I know. anything. Blah, I can't even speak English right now. No, but that's oh, the charm right. of this. <laughs> it, is it? <laughs> we don't know anything, not even a second second language. Yeah, I don't even know my first language right about now. Yeah. Guten Tag. <laughs> Gesundheit. Thank you. <laughs> <that Schmetterling>? <laughs> <laughs> it's a random word to say yeah. alright man so have you seen by the way have you seen the new like one of the shows that I know that you love is Hot Ones have you seen the new one with Zac Efron uh, no I haven't I, you haven't I, seen I, it I've, I, I've seen the episode where uh, Sean Evans is in his home and, uh, <laughs> I didn't watch it I saw the thumbnail yeah. <laughs> and he imagines that there's going to be a new episode coming live that they pre-recorded, which is with Zach Afron. And in my brain, I was like, oh, cool, Zach Braff is coming on. <laughs> the episode releases. Oh. The release, I was like, what the fuck is this? By the uh, way, dude, that's the best segue you could have ever done. Have you, <laughs> have you heard about the new podcast that Zach Braff is doing? No, I haven't. No, no. He teased this for months. With, uh, with whom is he doing he's it? He's doing who, a podcast who? now. The, the, the latest ep- the first episode was just released a couple of days ago. It's a Scrubs rewatch podcast with Donald Faison. Oh, cool. With Turk. And they just, they sit down, like obviously now not in the same place, but they record an episode then they talk about like behind the scenes stuff as, as they watch an episode together. Like, it's like they're, a director's they're just, commentary. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, they did like the first episode now uh, talking about the pilot. And, uh, that's just, you know, Scrubs. I absolutely love Scrubs. And that's that's something really, that's the best thing I've heard this week. <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. I yeah. love it when people do that. Yeah, it's so, it's like so simple, but I'm so glad that they do it because obviously like these guys really remain friends and have been friends for forever. And it's nice. They have a good dynamic with each other. It's it's fun. Yeah. Have you ever watched a director's commentary in full? What, on, on a film? Yeah. Oh, so many times. I love it. Yeah? Yeah. Absolutely. I think I've only done like two times. <laughs> oh, dude, I love it. That's Complete, one of them. As a, in one sitting. I yeah. Think I've, yeah. Otherwise, uh, I've done like, I've listened to like half an hour and then I shut it off. Oh, no, I love it, dude. I um, yeah, That's one of the main one. reasons why I buy Blu-rays. Yeah. Uh, like one of many reasons, but yeah. I always, uh, when I see a great film on Blu-ray, I always uh, go straight to the making of. Yeah, for sure. That's also good. Yeah. But I love the like... Obviously, Fincher does it quite a bit on on his Blu-rays. I actually like. I already had a Fight Club Blu-ray, but I ordered another one where which had the director's commentary on it because <laughs> I wanted to listen to that. And that's a real fan. Yeah, dude, I, I, it's so good to. It's so interesting to hear because he he talks. He like um, in the director's commentary, there's him, Brad Pitt, 
Ed Norton and also like um, Helena Bonham Carter. But oh, that's cool. She I love it when it. they get the whole cast or the whole yeah. main group of people. But it, it was like it was the three guys, and she recorded her track separately. But it's like still mixed together, um, so they like intercut between their two recordings. Does that make sense? Like it's, yeah. you cannot listen to just her commentary, but you can listen to the director's commentary. And there's them talking about. There's the guys talking, and then to, uh, over a different scene, she's talking. <laughs> it's okay. a bit weird. It's, you're, usually these two are like separate. You have like her talking about the whole film, and them two, them three talking about the whole film. But on that one, it's like intercut for some reason. But it's 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 fantastic. It's really really good. I love it. I listened to the director's commentary of Donnie Darko. Of course, of course you did. Yeah, uh, and I think it's just the director and Kevin Smith, if I'm not wrong. Kevin Smith. Yeah, because he's friends with the director. I think. Wait, let me give me a second. I'm gonna get the Blu-ray. That's interesting. What does he have to do with the film, though? Nothing, right? Uh, no, he's just a friend of the director. Right. <laughs> interesting. I mean, that guy doesn't shut up. He's a great talker, Kevin Smith. You ask him one question, and he's going to give you a 50-minute answer, <laughs> which is great. He's got his own podcast. Yeah. So, audio commentary with uh, with writer-director Richard Kelly and actor Jake Gyllenhaal. Ooh, I haven't heard that one. It's another one. Audio commentary by Kelly, producer and actor Drew Barrymore. Blah, blah, blah. Hmm, there are different kind of audio commentaries on this version that I have right now in my hands. <laughs> you just imagine Kevin Smith talking about it? No, I'm pretty sure. Wait. Ah, I got rid of my old Stony Darko Blu-ray because I bought this amazing box set. You got rid of one? Yeah, I had. I bought uh, Stony Darko on DVD because they had the director's cut on DVD. On the Blu-ray for a very long time, they only had the theatrical cuts, not the director's cut. And if you don't know about Donny Darko, the director's cut is so much better than your uh, theatrical. And yeah, so I bought the theatrical Blu-ray just to have it in my, in my shelf. And then uh, this amazing box that came out, which looks gorgeous. <laughs> Best thing you've seen. It is. <laughs> every day. Best, best thing you've seen every day. It's my you top every day. five Blu-rays on my yeah. shelf. Yeah. I just looked it up. You're right. Obviously, you're right. Didn't mean to say you're wrong, but I just looked it up. It's uh, It does exist. The commentary track yeah. with Kevin Smith right. and uh, Richard Kelly. Yeah. So I haven't heard. I haven't heard it. In like I don't know. That's one you've heard though. Eight, eight years. Full? Yeah. Yeah. I love. I love director's commentaries, man. I really do. I did yeah. one um, for. I wrote a. I don't know if it's called it like my bachelor's uh, dissertation or whatever. Yeah, sure. Um, Sounds great. <laughs> yeah, I wrote about Apocalypse Good. Now, and I listened to every commentary track multiple times. <laughs> I got to a point where I was like, because <laughs> the film is like three and a half hours long and then here's uh, Coppola talking about he's, here's, he, here he is talking to like on his own for three and a half hours and there's a commentary track where uh, <laughs> a different one that's also obviously over the whole film where Martin Sheen talks about the film as well and then Eleanor Coppola talks about it on the documentary and then he has a commentary track on the documentary as well <laughs> so it's an <like laughs> overload of commentary tracks but it was so interesting and uh, that was one I heard I listened to a lot of times very, very interesting. Very, very cool. Anyway, so you didn't see the, the Zac Efron uh, Hot Ones yet. It's a good one. It's a really good one. Yeah, I I, I don't have any connection with Zac Efron. No, no. But you, you usually watch every episode, don't you? Uh, I haven't seen the last couple of episodes. I kind of stopped watching Hot Ones. Wow. 
Yeah, yeah I, me, me, I, I like, I only watch the ones with people that I sort of know. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> and I don't really know Sag Afron, I guess. Yeah, no, I, I, I like don't. you're an you're an old high school <laughs> musical fan, aren't you? Yeah, fanatic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I always liked Sag Afron. I think he yeah. he's a charming guy. Yeah. And he he was really good in the in the in, in the interview. I enjoyed that one. It was one of the one of the good ones recently. Anyway. Let's uh, let's get to the Netflix recommendations, right? Let's, All right. Let's talk about some some old stuff. Yeah, I can give people my incredible recommendations. Yes, please. So, do you want to start us off with like we 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 both um, wrote down three recommendations? So let's just do like one each. All right. All right. There are three. Uh, yeah, like you just said, there are three things on my list, and one of them I saw today a couple of hours ago. <laughs> okay. Hours ago, I. My brain is mush right now. I feel like everything that comes out of my mouth mouth doesn't make sense. Oh God! All right, then let's cut that out. All right. I won't. I have three things. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have three things on my list. Why are you repeating yourself? I'm not cutting this part out. <laughs> All right. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, All right. Yep. <laughs> One of the things that I have on my list, I saw a couple of hours ago, and it's a great fucking film. And I have to tell everyone about it although <laughs> i think uh quite a few people already know it but it doesn't matter um so let's start with something people might not know wow the tension is killing me can you talk about the film that you saw today please <laughs> <laughs> you want me to yes all please. right let's start it off with the tale of the princess kaguya kaguya <laughs> gesundheit thank you um <laughs> of course it's a princess film <laughs> it is i love princess films of course it's a princess film <laughs> No idea where this is going. Everybody needs a gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a film that everyone knows. Is that what you said? I've never even heard of this. Yes, uh, it might be more uh, better known than the other film okay, that I, I got have on you, my I list. Uh, but it's a Studio Ghibli <laughs> film, not by Miyazaki, but by Isao Takahata, I think. Right. Sorry, give me the name one more time, please. Uh, oh, wait. Before I, make, before I make a mistake, give me a second. His name is... No, not his name. The, the, the name of the film. Uh, the Tale of the Princess Kaguya. Thank you. The tale. By Isao yeah, Takahata, who is one of the co-founders of Studio Ghibli. Oh, that's a recent and, one. Sorry, 2013. Yeah, and it was nominated for an Oscar, Best Animated Film. Yeah. And it lost to Big Hero 6. And I like Big Hero oh, 6. I love, Big, I love Big Hero 6. Yeah. no fucking competition between those two films. Okay. No competition. It's so beautifully drawn, first of all. Yeah. And second of all, the story is, it's amazing. I don't know what to say about it without giving away too much. Can you just give a, like a 10-second summary? Without giving it plays in away? the Heian period in Japan, which is like Middle Ages, I guess. Like somewhere between 8th, 8th and 12th century. And a bamboo cutter finds a princess that sprouted from the ground from a bamboo stalk. And he takes her home. She, and she's like tiny. And when he takes her home, she turns into a baby. And he and his wife raise her. And because she looked like a princess when he first saw her, he thinks that the heavens want them to raise her to become a princess. And yeah, so that's okay. a mission to make her a princess. And then he finds gold in the forest and all the things he needs to make her a princess, I guess. And it's about her. She grows up real fast. And like in a day, she's almost 
a year old or something and after a couple of days she can walk and talk and everything and it's incredibly sweet and interesting that's gonna so be so like, sad i don't know it's beautiful it's yeah so beautiful so many people mentioned to us that they watched nausicaa because yeah. of your recommendation and uh, maybe that's like another one for the people who enjoyed that film because obviously it's another dark maybe or is it is it a dark princess film um just a, well compared to disney definitely yeah. yeah but that that could be a recommendation that the same people uh, might enjoy i hope so yeah it's a studio ghibli film and it's it's close to a 10 oh, i'm gonna wow. watch it again maybe it's, it's an amazing film so but y you have seen that one before today i haven't no uh, oh yeah. you watched it today for the first it's time amazing yeah oh it's wow my it's the first time I, uh, that i've seen it and that's why i was so glad when i saw it that uh, uh, was released on netflix because i heard so many great things about it and it's one of those big studio ghibli films that i was still missing yeah and yeah wow just watch it it's it's drawn in such a unique style it's, it's very different from everything else that you might have seen interesting all right man all right, so right on. how about your recommendation? Yeah, mine are going to be a bit more mainstream, I think. That's... <laughs> I was, uh, <laughs> it's all right. Because I'm like more mainstream guy, I think. Like, not that that's a good or a bad thing, I'm just saying. Um, anyway, my first recommendation is a film that I know that you love too, is It's Stranger Than Fiction. Oh, okay, yeah. If you haven't seen this, it's, uh, it's in my opinion, the best Will Ferrell film there is. Because I'm not a huge fan of his, like slapstick comedies or whatever like I'm, 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 I don't want to hate on them because there's there's some that I enjoy but this is really the one of the most I want to say down-to-earth dram dramedy films that he has done and it's about him it's about a, a guy who starts to hear someone narrating his life and it's Emma Thompson who narrates his life and uh, he's sort of trying to figure out what the hell is going on because he just wakes up and uh, he brushes his teeth and he walks to walks to work and someone is just narrating the whole thing and he hears it and no one else is hearing it right and it's uh, a love story as well between him and Maggie Gyllenhaal and Emma Thompson is I don't want to give give away too much but uh, yeah they they sort of eventually uh, I, I think do they run yeah they run into each other right don't they or do they uh, they do yeah she works in a bakery I think. No, that's Maggie Gyllenhaal. Oh, you mean him, uh, him and Emma Thompson? Yeah, because yeah. I think uh, he tries to find her after a while. Yeah, uh, and Dustin Hoffman is in this as well. Has <laughs> a great yeah. like I think he's a college teacher. I, think, I just oh, see him as a psychiatrist. Is he a psychiatrist? I don't know. What's I just see him in this office with his with the huge bookshelf and always drinking coffee. Like he's drinking mm -hmm. twenty cups of coffee every time. <laughs> um, it's just a great, great. Uh, once again, the premise is just what, what sells the film alone. But then again, the the um, the actors are really really good, and it's uh, it's a film that I really like to recommend to to everyone. I think everyone would get a kick out of that one. It's great. Talking about you recommending stuff, I think you recommended this film to me the first like the, the first time that we formally met when we went to the bar. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, think I, I gave you the Blu-ray. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, yeah I gave you that one you... and Gone Girl. Right, right. Because I remember watching this film. I think it was my first film of 2017, 2016. Okay. I remember being at home on the 1st of January, being quite hungover and watching this film in my bed. Yeah, I, but like, it's not I like... I think... Yeah, sorry. It's not like a 2016 film. I think it came out like 
Yeah, no, no. 15 years ago or something like that, but yeah. It's an irrelevant point I just made. I just, <laughs> yeah, it sounded like talking about Maggie Gyllenhaal, which, because I, I just talked about the audio commentary in Donnie Darko, where she also plays a role. She yeah. plays Jake Gyllenhaal's sister, uh, sister yeah. yeah. Which was a stretch for her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but on the audio cam- commentary, the writer tells, oh, they talk about Maggie Gyllenhaal and how beautiful she is. And one of them says to the other that she plays in a film called The Secretary, where she's naked. Yeah, yeah. Just Secretary, yeah. Yeah, or Secretary. Yeah, with James Spader. And Yeah. And the other one uh, person's like, oh, really? You got to watch that film. <laughs> it's a good film. <laughs> oh, you watched it? <laughs> yeah. I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> Shortly after uh, I heard the audio, audio commentary. Well, it's like Fifty Shades, right? But the the the, the original Fifty Shades of Grey or something like that, isn't it? Like a uh, yeah, I guess I haven't seen Fifty Shades of Grey. But no, I haven't. It's I haven't either. An interesting but... premise, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> an interesting premise. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it's less sexual than Fifty Shades of Grey. I think there's oh, is it? Much I thought no it was. Fucking. It's just oh, <laughs> pretty much BDSM. No okay. <laughs> solid recommendation that (laughs) what's what's the second one uh, on your list my second recommendation is i don't feel at home in this world anymore yes which is a film we talked about i think i recommended it to you yes i think so yeah it's a sweet film it's with elijah wood in a supporting role and i'm a big fan of elijah wood Mm -hmm. and the 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 other actor is oh fuck i I keep forgetting her name melanie linsky I don't know how to pronounce her name. Uh, yeah, that might be right. It's Rose from Two and a Half Men. Yeah, exactly. And she's a great actress. And it's it's a very it's like a small indie film with she she lives in California, I think, and she has kind of a shitty life, and everybody's shitty to her, and he, she's a very passive person, and everybody just shits on her. And then she gets home, and somebody broke into her home, and she kind of loses it, loses it, and wants revenge and so she teams up with her weirdo neighbor who's the kind of guy who has nunchucks good pretty good description for a person which is elijah wood elijah wood yeah Yeah. and they team up and try to find the people who broke into her house and kind of gets out of hand yeah it takes turns that you don't quite expect yeah it's it's very funny it's it's incredibly funny and sweet and a great commentary on society in general yeah, I, I remember that. Um, I remember you loved that film. I think it made, actually made your uh, end of year list or something. Yeah, I think so. Maybe yeah. an honorable or something. I, I didn't enjoy it as much as you did, but um, I enjoyed it for sure. Uh, it's I kind of like a good the recommendation. vibe of these kind of indie films. Yeah, yeah. I believe it's directed and written by Macon Blair. <laughs> that sounds correct. I think he's also in it. He's an actor, or maybe he's in it. I don't know if he's acting in in this film, but I think he's the director. Don't want to say anything wrong. All right. <laughs> you you might know more about this film than I do. No, no, no. That's it. I, that the one thing I I maintain about movies, or I try to maintain, is the director and the writer, and the story and the plot. They go, they, like, I, I forget about them like uh, as soon as I watch as I finish the film. Yeah, I can't remember names. I just count. <laughs> yeah, but hey, dude, we we um we complement each other in that way. How come? I don't remember names, and you. Yeah, but yeah, you you don't remember names. I do. I don't remember a plot. You do. So, oh, <laughs> if anyone wants to talk about movies, you just have to talk to us both at the same time. And <laughs> tell you everything we know. All right. Um, so, what's your number two? My number two is an absolute guilty pleasure. I don't know if you've seen it, but 
I'm a big fan of uh, our hometown hero, homeboy, the the pride of Austria, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I have to recommend Escape Plan. Have you seen what, Escape what? Plan? Escape Plan? No, Escape Plan. Uh, it's I him and know. Stallone. Oh, God. It's amazing. And I'm not even kidding. you. That's I, I rewatched it a couple of months ago. And this is genuinely, I believe, a good film if you're into that kind of thing. Like the first one I recommended is more like a dramedy for pretty much everybody. This one is very much an action. Well, but you're crime. kind of biased, right? You're a big uh, Schwarzenegger fan. I am. But, dude, I'm telling you, there's so many Schwarzenegger films that I've seen and I know <laughs> I they are so bad. I still enjoy them because of him. But this one I genuinely believe is quite good. I think it's great that we're both saying Schwarzenegger, although we're both from Austria. Yes. We know how to correctly. I pronounce had the exact the name. same thought. Yes, <laughs> but it's like I would also like if I pronounce your name. I would also like if we were serious or whatever. I would pronounce it in the original way and not just Gabe. You know, okay. just trying to. But just so you know, Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yes, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, but he's a uh, he's uh, more the supporting character in the, in Escape Plan. It's very much um, Sylvester Stallone's film, and it's about okay. Sylvester Stallone being a <laughs> he's a professional prison escaper, right? <laughs> of course he is. Yeah. So someone um, wrote <laughs> <What>? someone. <laughs> How are you a professional prison escaper? Well, <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> Who it's pays him. Yeah, no, <laughs> he breaks people, people out, or he just goes to prison, then break. Uh, he himself breaks yes, out. Yes, he breaks like the the people who who built the prisons, approach him so that he gets infiltrated into the prison and then they see if he can manage a way out Okay. so that they can <laughs> test their security. So Sounds great, yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm this sorry, one, I'm so skeptical. Katrina Balf, I think that's how I pronounce her. That's um, how to pronounce her. She's the, the wife of Christian Bale in Ford versus Ferrari, if you remember her. Uh, yeah. She approaches Stallone to... Um, escape out of their new prison and then once he gets to that prison which is like a huge like modern like modern technology prison everyone's in their own like glass uh, cell or whatever like it's it looks really really cool in a, a production uh, standpoint from from a production standpoint but there's that that's where he meets Arnold and then they both try to escape together and I don't want to give away anything else because this movie so also when... takes some turns that you don't expect uh, when did the film release? I think it came out. Uh, I, I saw the one in the theater with my oh, wow. dad. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's it came out in um, 2013. Oh, okay. And by now there's like uh, sequels and stuff, but without with, Arnold, so, just with Stallone, okay. and it, they're supposed to be terrible. The first I one's actually quite only, decent. I like thought the also, only film that they both starred in was uh, what's it called? Like Expendables. Yeah. Thank no, you. no, they did. They did this one. It's really oh. good. It's really good, man. And it's it's got like a six point seven on IMDb. I mean, not that that's like an indication, but it's not like supposed to be terrible. And I love it. It's actually quite well received for what it is. I can't recommend oh, okay. this enough. If you're into <laughs> cheesy action flicks, um, what's your third pick? It's an interesting recommendation. Yeah, it's awesome. I don't know if you. <laughs> yeah. get, I, I don't think it's you would get a kick out of this, but. I, I don't think so either. Yeah, I, I really hate good. action films. Those <laughs> kind of action films. Yeah, it, 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 we're, we're trying to to give recommendations that like different people can enjoy, right? So if you're into action, I guess, yeah, then sure. this is one that I would recommend for sure. You can cho uh, choose Team Gabe or Team Flow. Yes, we're like doing a poll at the end of next week. We will. <laughs> <laughs> um, on, what's your third one? 
the, my third pick is Dairy Girls, which oh, is that the one with is that that Taika Waititi produced thing? No, I don't know. Is it? Sorry, talk about it. I don't Maybe. quite know if I know this. Uh, it's a Netflix show. Oh, set my, in Northern Ireland. Ireland my mom loves 90s. that show. It's a great. Everyone that I talked to and everyone that I showed the show is a big fan. That's so funny, and dude. It is what the show or no that you mentioned this. I haven't seen yeah. it, but my my mother told me about this show a couple of. That's like Australian, isn't it? What isn't Irish. it Australian? Is it Northern Irish? Ireland? I see. It plays in Derry in the nineties. If you don't know Derry, Derry is uh, in Northern Ireland. It's a town where tensions are quite high or were quite high. I think they still are between the Catholics and the Protestants. It's also the place where Sunday, Bloody Sunday took place or just Bloody Sunday, which is a big uh, tragedy in Irish history. Um, But it's a comedy about a couple of Catholic girls who live in Ireland, in Northern Ireland, Derry, during all this turmoil and yeah it's it's incredibly funny it is it's, it's got some great humor and a, a teacher of ours an ex-teacher whom i'm uh, still friends with is uh, loves irish culture and lived in northern ireland and she showed me a couple of irish films she showed me the film uh, the, the wind that shakes the barley yeah. which is a great film ken loach which is how i got into irish culture and right. I met with her and she recommended me the show after I already watched it and we talked about it and it's, yeah. It's, it's so funny, dude, that you mentioned yeah. that. Because I, I'm sorry, I, yeah. My mom told me about that one like a couple of couple of months she ago by now. Great and, taste, yeah. No, she, yeah, it was recommended to her as well and she um, she just loved that and uh, it, it's, it's because I, I thought it was a, not a very well-known show. I didn't know that it was on, on Netflix actually. It is um, a Netflix production. Oh, is it a Netflix production? Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, that's so funny that you say that. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but uh, I've heard, yeah, yeah, I've heard many it. good things. It's it's, it's so it's so incredibly funny, and it's like in the second season. Okay, it's still going just, on, is it? It is. Yeah. Gotcha. The thing is, it's about a couple of girls who go to a Catholic school and a, a girl school, and one of the cousins of one of the girls is from England. And they sent him to the girls' school because, well, he's from England and people in Northern Ireland, there's kind of, like I said, this feud between Catholics and Protestants. So they sent him to the girls' school because they were afraid that the boys were going to kill him. (laughs) (laughs) And they had none who's uh, like the headmaster, mistress of Mm -hmm. the school. One of the funniest characters. So what's your number three? My number three is a Netflix movie like i think it was also produced by netflix um and it's called private life have you seen that by now what's private life no private life yeah i, I mentioned so. that um I think two years ago when we did our oh, end well. of the year <laughs> list and i really love that film and it's about it's with paul giamatti and Catherine hahn and it's about them trying to um they use a surrogate to to um to to get a child basically and it's about the story of because she then moves into she moves in with with them she's she's a bit younger than than they are and it's about their their dynamic and the the pregnancy and things that are happening and it's it's such a sweet and down to earth and really really well acted film if you haven't seen this is this is like i, I mentioned it. the first one stranger than fiction that's a comedy 
slash drama. Escape Plan is an action film and Private Life is very much a drama. It's it's similar to Stranger Than Fiction because it also has some comedic elements less than Stranger Than Fiction. But it's just a very, very solid and really, really well-made film. I mean, if you haven't checked it out, you, you would get a kick out of this. For sure. I completely forgot that you told me about this film. Thank you. That means a lot. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> but I just looked it up. It's It's got a cool poster. It's, I can say that. Yeah. No, it's it's really good. Paul Giamatti is always good in everything he's in. And so is Catherine yeah, he's Hahn. He's a fun actor. He's um, like, she's usually doing more comedic stuff. And this was very much a, dr- a dramatic role for her. And she's also very, very good. This is really, really a good film. Okay. So we both got things to watch for today. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, rattle off your three recommendations once again, just the titles. I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Um, Dairy Girls and The Tale of the Princess Kaguya. And my one, my ones are Stranger Than Fiction, Escape Plan, and Private Life. And yeah, if you get any kick out of any of those, then we're happy. Hopefully you'll get, you have something to watch now that we're all like at home. Uh, maybe looking for stuff to watch. We thought this would be a nice change to the show to recommend some some Netflix stuff. And uh, yeah, hopefully you'll get a kick out of them. Yeah, some great stuff there, especially in my list. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right, man. Let's get let's wrap this up because this is another longer episode. We're already like is it? When yeah, did we close start? Close to close to an hour again. Oh wow! Let's, let's wrap this up. It felt like thirty minutes. All right. Uh, yeah. Thank you for listening. It's been a fun one. Yes. Uh, I think there's some things we can cut out because I stumbled a lot because I'm tired as always. But you will never know. You will never know. You That's never right. Know. Because Flo is a editing genius. You're goddamn right. I guess. <laughs> Let's go with that. <laughs> More than I am, so... That's why you're editing the show, because I don't know shit and you know something which makes you a genius. Yes, we we um, complement each other so well. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> you, can always, you can always find us on Twitter at Best Thing Radio and get in touch with us and let us know what you've been watching and what's the best thing that you've seen this week. And we'll be back again next week, hopefully. Yeah, have <laughs> hopefully. fun and watch some stuff on Netflix. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye.